Cairo, Egypt, January 25th, 2011, about 6.15 p.m. I couldn't concentrate on the meeting at the American University in Cairo, following my Twitter feed the whole time. This is big. Back at the Grand Hyatt, ditched my bag and left the group. On foot now, I'll head across the street and past the Four Seasons and wind around on Aisha al-Taimuria Street near the Indonesian Embassy. Bad idea. It's next to a police station. Who knows what's up there given everything else going on. Instead, I'll head a little north on the Corniche and duck in along those winding streets whose names I've never bothered to learn. That should take me up to Kostolani Street. The last email I got from my friend Aaron, who was watching the demonstrations unfold from the other side of the city, was, ISPs are getting shut down. Protesters made it up to the parliament steps. I wonder if we'll see actual gunfire. That was two hours ago. Things seem kind of normal. People walking the streets. Baels, the Egyptian version of the bodega, are open. Weird. Koshere. Mmm, the sight of it and smell of it makes me hungry. No time now. Okay, I can see Kostralani. Cars are being turned around by traffic cops. I'll make a left and head toward Tahrir Square. There's a line of riot police. They push the demonstrators back down the street toward the square. What a mess. Chunks of concrete and bricks everywhere. Whoa, whoa. A deafening noise. Trucks. The ones used to transport Central Security Forces soldiers around. One, two, five, seven, ten of them rush by. Something big's about to happen. No Twitter. Damn. Battery's dying. I'll call CFR's communications office in New York and have them tweet for me. Call failed, call failed, call failed, call failed. More trucks screaming down Castellani. Connected. Hi, Nitty, are you there? Hi, yeah, yes I am. Hey, it's Steven. Listen, I'm in Cairo. The demonstrations are big. Something's about to happen. I need you to tweet for me. Twitter's down and my Blackberry's dying. Oh my god, Steven, are you okay? Yes, I'm I'm fine. Steven. Please tweet. Can you hear me? Please tweet. Something big is happening. Lots of CSF troops are moving into Tahrir. Yes, that's that's T A H R I. Just say Liberation Square. Okay, I'll call back. Going to try to get up closer. I'll just walk up casually and see what I can see. Okay, now all the soldiers are getting off the trucks. Shields, helmets, batons, metal pipes. A motley crew. Maybe they're 17 or 18 years of age. They look scared. Yo, lad. Okay, boys, screams one of the officers. They're lining up. Rows of two. Holy moly, they're charging the protesters. Trucks are falling fast. Someone's going to die. I cannot believe this. Call CFR. Call failed. Call failed. Call failed. Service. Twitter's back. Tweeting, never seen so many CSF. Holy crap. Another 10 trucks just pulled up. Hashtag Jan 25. Troops moving. Lots of commotion. Quote, Mubarak, go to Saudi. No more organized chance. Let me get further up all along Khosrowlani. How far did they move the protesters? Is anyone hurt? I see one ambulance speed past and another pull up. Can't tell what's happening. Blocked at the Mr. Gas Station. Traffic police and plane codes guys hanging around. It's the guys not in uniform who scare me the most. Let me try getting around them on a side street and get into Tahrir. All quiet here. Mekwegi, a launderer working away, seemingly oblivious. I'm blocked. Police at the end of the street. I'll try another way. What if I just walk past the American embassy? I have my passport, the blue shield with me. What would the cops do? I'll go left toward Latin American Street and make a right heading to the embassy. If they stop me, I'll show them my passport. Say I have business at the embassy. Oh, lots of police. Lost my nerve. I'll walk around back to the Corniche and head toward the Semiramis Hotel. Traffic moving well on the Corniche. Tourists strolling. Don't they have a clue what's happening? I can see the Semiramis. Police all around, but no one's stopping me. Tons of ambulances in Simon Bolivar Square. Lots of CSF trucks lining the street next to Omar Makra Mosque and the Magumma. I'll just saunter in between. 
an opening next to the Magumma. No one's stopping me. I'm in. Half the square is filled with protesters stretching from the old American University campus clear across to Tal- Harb Street. Must be anywhere from 15 to 25,000 people. I see what's happening. The police are trying to seal everyone inside the square, kind of like the student demonstrations from 1968. I speak to the first young guy I see. Zayek, it's me, Stephen. What's going on here? Uh, our government is crazy. We want our president to leave. Where are you from? I'm American. Where do you want him to go? Why? We want him to go to Saudi Arabia with Ben Ali. Okay, I can see that, but why? We have no freedom. There is bad corruption. We hate the Hezbollah Watani. No to Mubarak, no to Gamal. We want a new government. Time to move on. People rushing in from Qasr al-Nil, the bridge that connects upscale Zamalek and downtown. They must have broken the police cordon. This is serious. The police haven't lost their swagger. It's starting to get heated. Protesters are beginning to work themselves into a bit of a frenzy. No telling what the police will do. I'm not 25 years old anymore. Time to duck into the semi-remise. A police day celebration is going on inside. Bizarre. Officers in full dress uniform. Their wives dressed to the nines. Has anyone here noticed the huge demonstration going on outside? Blackberry completely dead now. Can't believe it lasted that long. 20 minutes later, back out. Things seem to have settled. Not much action. Thousands milling about. The chance of lulled. Police seem to be happy maintaining a cordon. We'll find my friend Joe from grad school. He's staying at the Semiramis. First time in Egypt together in 10 years and an uprising happens. Now on the 18th floor of the hotel with Joe. Full view of the protests. Joe's been watching all night from this perch. Rumors of a curfew on Twitter. The hotel staff look very anxious. Do I stay? Not sure. We can see ambulances moving toward the square. Not a good sign. I have to get back down to the Corniche to my own hotel. No telling how long I'll be here if I don't. Hustling down the Corniche now. Loudspeaker screaming something indecipherable. What is that muffled pop? Crap, it's tear gas. Run! Almost three weeks later, and after I'd returned to Washington, D.C., my phone rang on a gray February afternoon. The telltale plus two zero one zero told me immediately that it was someone from Egypt. The call was from Ashraf Suelim, an old friend and diplomat who, along with a colleague of his at the foreign ministry, had spent many a night in the previous five years introducing me to various aspects of the Cairo nightlife that I never knew existed. In between, we would discuss Egyptian, American, and global politics. Ashraf was a rising star within Egypt's exclusive diplomatic corps, having served stints in Washington and the foreign ministry before sabbatical as a Yale World Fellow and later the Director General of Egypt's International Economic Forum, a business non-governmental organization. I had seen Ashraf in Cairo on January 24th, the day before the uprising began. At a meeting, he had graciously agreed to arrange for a visiting delegation from the Council on Foreign Relations and a group of Egyptian officials and opinion leaders. We were in touch on and off throughout the demonstrations, first with my quick email impressions from Tahrir Square, and then after I left Egypt, Ashraf updated me from time to time with his own thoughts on events as they unfolded. On February 11, after President Hosni Mubarak had taken flight to Sharm el-Sheikh, I made a few phone calls and sent some emails to friends in Cairo wishing them mabruk, my congratulations. To Ashraf, I sent a message via Facebook, how are you? He was now calling in response. After enthusiastic greetings, he said, Why did you ask me how I was? What could be wrong? I've never been better. We are now free.